Welcome to the Right Brain Music Podcast, presented by Right Brain Records. I'm Scott, and I thank you for joining us. Today's episode is the first of our series. This podcast will focus on a musical domain that's been around as long as humans have roamed the earth. We call it Right Brain Music. Here, we'll unwrap the mystery and give you a taste of what's to come. First, Let's clear something up. There's a theory that originated in the 1970s suggesting that the left side of the human brain dominates certain kinds of thinking. Analysis, logic, language, practical decision-making, and control. The same theory suggests that the right side of the brain oversees things like intuition, creativity, passion, and expression. It's a cool theory, though there is some doubt about whether or not it's scientifically correct. Regardless, it makes a great metaphor to think about music. Now, some music, most actually, in our culture, is highly structured. This can include chord patterns, so-called rules of music theory, familiar rhythms, compositions or song structure, think two verses followed by a chorus, and ideas about quote, correct ways of playing. I'll call all those things part of left brain music because they're more structured and predictable. Left brain music includes everything from pop and country songs to classical symphonies and traditional forms, a lot of jazz, and nearly everything I grew up with. When I started taking piano lessons at age seven, all the way through studying music in college, I learned that these things were proper and acceptable. Real music followed the rules. But I wondered, where did the rules come from? As I started to expand my horizons, listening to what older kids were spinning on their turntables in the late 60s and early 70s, I began to realize there's more to music than the rules allowed for. In fact, there's a whole world of music that lives comfortably without all that structure. This is what I call right brain music. Right brain music lives in a different state of mind. Without all the rules, it allows space for creativity, spontaneity, mixing different influences, trying new recipes, and exploring new territories. The big difference is that left brain music has a specific roadmap, a destination, a known route for getting there, and it has the intention of being repeated the same way each time. By contrast, right brain music emerges in the moment. Now, right brain music isn't a genre. And actually, when you think about it, the whole idea of musical genres is kind of a left brain thing. But right brain music does encompass things like free improvisation, world music, ambient and experimental music, jam band rock, free jazz, psychedelic, and a bunch of terms that haven't even been coined yet. Some of it uses high technology, some of it doesn't. Whatever the category, all of this music shares an openness that thrives without too many rules. Right brain music draws energy from not knowing the destination. It's more about the process of getting there. It's a different state of mind, both for makers and listeners. Some right brain music is new and different, 
but most musicians I've talked to believe it all traces back to ancient people that just wanted to express themselves. You can hear it in traditional music from every continent. It's a lot less common in our frenetic world, perhaps because familiarity is a welcome commodity. Still, right brain music is deeply rooted and it's part of who we all are. So, what does it sound like? Let's take a listen. Here are some samples from the artists we'll be meeting in upcoming podcast episodes.
That set featured the music of Spontanea, 5P6, Bugs in the Basement, VWAM, Vicky Dodd, James Hoskins, Matt Benham, Tom Scully, and Bill Horst. You've been listening to the Right Brain Music Podcast, presented by Right Brain Records. You can visit us at rightbrainrecords.com. Farewell for now. Join us next time.